Welcome to Your Gal Friday, a podcast about female leaders, innovators, and rule breakers. Each week, your hosts, Leah and Phoebe, will shine a spotlight on an amazing gal and talk about what we can all learn from her. Brought to you by Gal's Guide to the Galaxy. Welcome to Your Gal Friday. I am Dr. Leah Leach. And I'm Phoebe Freer. Today, we are wrapping up our musical tour into the world of gals who rock. We're going to cross-compare the girls. We're going to see how our interpretation of music has changed and see what we learned along the way. To recap, the gals that we covered were Sister Rosetta Tharp, Joan Jett, and Tina Turner. Oh, da, da, yeah. Da. Yeah, they were. <laughs> Exactly. Oh, this was fun. <laughs> this was a lot of fun. Oh, my goodness. I've never had so many songs stuck in my head for so long. Right? Oh, my goodness. Exactly. <laughs> it's and it, actually and in a good way, too. I don't know right. about you, but for me, like, I did not mind a single one of these being stuck in my head all day. Well, I didn't, it was good. I didn't mind the um, I didn't mind the initial songs. I minded the fact that some of them stayed for like five days and I couldn't hear <laughs> any other music. I was like, I this, right. it's just this one song. And I'm like, ah, OK. Like, I love you. I love you. But wow. <laughs> that is that is fair. Yeah. <laughs> the continuation. Yes. And it's one song. We were doing the week of Tina Turner. I would say out loud to people. I was like, OK, guys, I love Tina Turner and all. But what's love got to do with it needs to get out of my head. Like, I love her. Don't get me. Like, I always preface it. Right. I'm like, I love right. her. Don't get me wrong. But this needs to not be in my head now. Yeah. You're like, this is day five. Right, exactly. I was like, this is day five. This is getting ridiculous. I haven't heard any other songs. Like, I, I just need a little bit of a cleanse here. Right, exactly. <laughs> I feel you. Absolutely. Well, did you actually add any of the gals that we talked about to your playlist, though? So, um, yeah. So I added um, a bunch more of Tina Turner stuff. Um Sweet. Joan Jett, like, I did not realize the expansiveness of Joan Jett and The Runaways, so there's, oh, like... Oh, yes. Oh, my goodness. So, I love The Runaways, and Sister Rosetta Tharp, I have to still be kind of in the right mood for, but she's right, definitely right. in, like, she's definitely on my back burner of, like, all right, I, I've got songs now for those specific moods, if that makes sense. Right, because, I mean... It, granted, Sister Rosetta's Tharp is so different of a sound than modern music right now right. that it does kind of stick out a little bit. Like if you're just jamming to a playlist and like you run, you know what I mean? So if you're running, all of right. a sudden, you know, an old 1950s gospel song comes on and you're like, that doesn't seem to fit. But in its own rockin' playlist, when you are, you know, in the blues gospel realm, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm still needing to actually add, you know, the two bands that I mentioned that are part of Blackheart Records, yeah, the Girl in a Coma yeah. and FEA. I still need to get their albums. Yeah. Um, I still need to track those down. And then I've been loving them on YouTube, but I need to get them on my playlist. Absolutely. So I will do that. Yeah. Um, my husband did borrow my Tina Turner CDs and did go to the library and get more Tina Turner what? CDs. So I love that. So That's he did. Amazing. He added. <laughs> I'm still, I'm going to, I'm planning a movie night with my friend to watch Tina Turner's movie, or at least the, Sweet. what's, what's, the what's love, love got, got to do with it movie. Yeah. yeah right. I was going to do that the week of Tina Turner. And then I was just like, I need the song. I, I need a bit of a cleanse first. Like I just need a. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Come <Yes>. to appreciate <laughs> it again. <laughs> 
<laughs> Makes total sense. I am absolutely with you. Yes. <laughs> I love it. Well, I mean, did did learning about these gals and kind of being in a, you know, musical universe, you know what I mean, for like these five weeks we've been doing this, mm-hmm. has it changed how you listen to music, you know, regardless of who it is? Right. Um, I think it's changed the way I know, like, how music is made, I guess, because right. not being entirely musically inclined... I know that it's an art, but I didn't really understand how it evolves and how it works, really. Right. Yeah. The business, the the nuts and bolts sort exactly. of thing. Yeah. yeah. And how you get different, how different artists go through different sounds and why they go through different sounds and all that kind of stuff. So I I definitely, it changed the way I listened to music because I, I learned to appreciate the different um, the different kinds of sounds that come out of different time periods. Like when I, right. when I watch movies, I always like to know what year they're made because then I understand better why the movie was made that way. But now I have that same kind of outlook on music. Yeah. Oh, very much so. Um, I mean, for me, for, you know, how it changed the way I listen to music, honestly, doing this entire show, all of your Gal Friday, Mm -hmm. (laughs) it changes the way that I not only listen to music, but the way that I, you know, appreciate different fields of study. Right. Um, So because of like, we do the show, I I notice things like how a lot of the songs on the radio are mostly by men. And how, you know, musical lists are mostly men. Um, And when I really gently and lovingly brought it to the attention of my husband, that his playlist was major you know the majority of it was men plus natalie merchant he really loves natalie merchant right. so i can't even say 90 percent because it's a lot of natalie merchant yeah <laughs> but since i have pointed that out just being mindful of it he added a lot more female voices oh well that's awesome so it's just kind of like a you know a mind shift sort of yeah, thing totally. like is there a balance and representation here no what can i do about it right. i know that i you know I dig different people and different sounds. Um, But for me, I mean, I loved making that 31 gal powered playlist for Gal's Guide. Oh, I I started with the songs that were on my own playlist. um, But then I tried to find more empowerment songs to kind of like fill out the 31 days of a month. And then I just kept clicking on the recommended songs. You know what I mean? We think you would like this artist or this song. And it's like, yes, I will check it out. Totally. And so I found so many new songs and new artists, you know, to explore more. More. So I love that idea that kind of that rabbit hole keeps going. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, that's that's unending, really. Yeah, because there's always more music to explore, which I find that fascinating. And Absolutely. I love that. Absolutely. Yeah, me too. <laughs> so who of our three gals uh, surprised you? Um, right off the bat, Sister Rosetta Tharp, she surprised me when, um, ah. yeah, when you brought her to my attention, I was just like, oh, okay. Um, I don't really know. You're anything. like, sure. Like, sure. I know I've never nothing. heard of this lady before. Right. Yeah, I was I'm just like, you. I don't know what I'm getting myself into. And then it was <laughs> like, she taught me so much about how music works. I was like, oh, this ah. is super cool. Yeah. She surprised me the most probably followed oh, by, nice. yeah, followed by Tina Turner. Um, ah, yeah, which I think I will get into why later. Yeah, no worries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, she's stuck in your head. Yeah, so, she really is. Know. I mean, I, she's the one that like <laughs> stuck with me the most. But like also, um, I now have 
like um, rock songs in reference to life now. Like every time, I just like kept finding different reasons to bring up these gals the last couple weeks. I was like, yeah, yes, (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I got one of my male friends to start listening to our podcast because I was we were doing. Music and funny gals. And you're like, these are two things that you love. Right, exactly. You needed to listen to this. <laughs> He's like, oh my goodness, I didn't know how much how much you put into it. I learned so much. I'm like, yay, that's the point. <laughs> yes, it's a thesis paper every week and that really, we present it, to you lovingly and with laughter. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I dig it. Mm-hmm. Um, the surprise for me was Joan Jett. Oh, I, tell me. I know. So I didn't realize that Blackheart Records was indie. I knew it existed. Like I I had heard of it. But I thought it was like a subset of like EMI or Warner Brothers, you know, like a big conglomerate. I love the accidentally indie nature about her. You know, she had songs. She had people lining up on the street that wanted to have her songs. There are places that make records. So, dude, we'll just make our own records and we'll sell them to the people on the street. Right. It's like... I love that about her. Um, she made her own record label. She just kind of worked with it and found her own path. And I just thought that was absolutely super cool and surprised me. I had no idea I would connect that way because I love the indie spirit. Oh, so, yeah, absolutely. You know. <laughs> We're both indie. I think the best way to go. I yeah. really do. If the technology is there and the resources are there and you can do it yourself, uh, do it yourself. Nobody's stopping you. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Yes. Well, you were kind of hinting at this, but whose story did you connect to most? Was it Miss Tina Turner? Yeah, I think it was. It was Ah. Tina Turner. Yeah. Ah. She had a real humanness to her. Like, I mean, all of these gals really did. But, I mean, Joan Jett and um, Sister Rosetta Tharp, they were both brought up, like, really, really young into music, which is great, but it was... it's harder for me to connect to that. But with Tina Turner, right. it was just like, oh, she went, like, when I discovered film, I was 17. When she got into music, she was 17 or 18. Right, right, right. So I was I like, hear yeah, so I was like, Tina Turner, oh my gosh. And I, she's, she also surprised me because, like, I, th- I was trying to be mentally prepared for her, um, for her trauma. And, yeah. um, and I was like, I, I was, I, maybe I surprised myself. I was mentally prepared to, to deal with this. And, but I think at the same time she made it okay. Like, right. it's not, I'm not saying the trauma was okay, but the way that she spoke about it. Um, the way that she processes it too, when she explains it to exactly. you. exactly. And it's like, that's, that's the kind of person I want to be. That's like, that's the kind of thing I like I can I can relate to that. You know what I mean? Like I can Right. That's the that's the kind of spirit that I can relate to, I guess. I like that. No, that is definitely a good way to be and I totally see that. <laughs> <laughs> and it was tough for me to figure out you know, like who I instantly connected to because, well, not instantly, but just who I connected to the most, actually, because right, I connected yeah. to all three of them. Yeah. Um. I mean, I want to say Tina because, I mean, she and I process things very similarly. Right. Uh, both Buddhists. So we have that Buddhist connection. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. Tina's been in my life my whole life. You know what I mean? She was huge when I was listening to music and all throughout. Um. 
But for me, it was actually who I connected to most was Sister Rosetta Tharp. Yeah. Oh, sister. Yeah. When I found out that she was buried without a headstone marker, I was in tears. I was so upset and I was so heartbroken that this wonderful gal who got so little credit for her influence was deemed unfit for something as simple as a gravestone marker. So that like... You know what I mean? That yeah, was the absolutely. the fire that burned that's like, no, 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 girl. Right. <laughs> I'm going to stand up for you. I am connected to you now. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so, yes. I mean, and like we said in the episode, if you haven't heard it, that has been remedied. Yeah, um, it has. A yes. group did buy her a gravestone marker. Yep. Um but just that moment, you know, it just really connected me to her to make sure that um, that I stand up for her. You know Absolutely. what I mean? So yeah. So I, I had to go with that, even though all three of them are flipping fabulous. Oh, they really are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, OK, the nitty gritty, the thesis paper part that we do. Right. Uh, who for you was the hardest to research? They all certainly had their moments. Um, right. So I would say I... Okay, so who I thought would be the hardest was Tina Turner. But actually, um, because I connected with her and because there were so many documentaries about her, she really wasn't that difficult for me. Ah, there you go. That that was like a relief because I really thought I would have a hard time. I mean, I would say hers took the longest probably for me, but it wasn't the hardest. I think maybe Sister Rosetta Tharp was the hardest because... With Joan Jett and Tina Turner, I could watch documentaries and interviews all day, whereas Sister Rosetta Tharp, it was a lot more reading and research and then fact-checking to make sure, you know, these were actually correct, because the longer it is in in the past, the easier it is to get lost in translation, so... Right, exactly. And especially when we're talking things of rock and roll was so in its early days. Yeah. And it's still heavily debated. Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> like we're still Not everybody fighting agrees. over it. Yeah. Nobody <laughs> probably nobody agrees. So it's it's that was a little difficult to just try to piece together and yeah. Right. Yeah. No, I that totally makes sense to me. Yeah. yeah. Um I don't know why, but Tina was the hardest one for me, actually. Yeah, I, I, I figured, yeah. Yeah, but a lot of it was, um, well, not a lot of it. Some of it was. Uh, her stuff was all over the place. Like, yeah. Oh, there yeah. would be a very simple, nearly glossed over biography about mm-hmm. her. Um, and then her relationship with Ike was always in another section somewhere, oh, yeah. separate somewhere. from a timeline. Yeah. yeah, and it wasn't like in her music career timeline. It was always right. like separated. So you couldn't and we like, like to put them together. You right. Know, like, this we like is to... happening as this is happening. Exactly. Right? <laughs> yeah. We like to put it in a timeline, whereas all of our research wasn't, which is why it took a while. Right. And even finding uh, like her discography, you know what I mean? Like what record came out when. Right. That was all over the place. And And finding her IMDb stuff was like, (laughs) even on IMDb was confusing because it's like, oh, yeah, she was acting. But these are all her music videos. It's like, that's not what I meant. And you know, like, (laughs) exactly. It was very bizarre. But I I, and, and we do tend to get used to that. We do, you know, that we do have to hunt and rabbit hole yeah. and search and stuff like that. But it it was very weird for like, um, like Tina Turner. Her yeah. stuff is not, you know, it, you know, in a nice little flow sort of thing. It's all pocketed here and there. And 
mm-hmm. which part of the story anybody focuses on to report. So that was weird. But actually, what was the hardest part of for Tina for me um, was the creepy men in her life. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you dug I into mean, that part a lot uh, more than I did. I yeah. did. I don't know how. I mean, we both had uh, we both had to talk about and kind of digest the craziness that is Ike Turner. Right. Um, And so we were kind of processing that. But then when I went into Phil Spector and I'm like, who is Phil Spector again? And I was researching, dude, they are just, you know, I like it was in that same day that I'm learning about Ike Turner and I'm watching documentaries and I'm reading interviews and I'm reading bios. And then I go into Phil Spector and I'm just like, uh, the easiest way to describe it is just icky. Like, oh my gosh, I'm so icky today, Mm -hmm. you know, going in. So it's like these dudes, they thrived on power and they did not care who they hurt to get it. And it's like, I don't want this in my life. I don't care what human being does this regardless of gender. I just don't thrive on this. You know what I mean? So exactly. Ooh. So that was that was tough because I really do connect to all these gals, but then mm-hmm. it's like I don't want their men in my life in their yeah, life no, to be I, in mine. <laughs> like there's only so far we can connect and then we have to like stop. Right, separate, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so yes. So the similarities. Dun 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 dun. Similarities. Dun. Okay. I know. Me. What similarities did you find in the game? This is probably my favorite part. Um Yay! the epilogues part. Yeah. So um one similarity is they all had to evolve in their own music. Ah, um, uh, yes. So they couldn't stand still. They all evolved in some sort of way. Right. Um, they all didn't start in rock and roll. So, ah, but yeah. they they all like grew into it, but they also right. weren't looking for rock and roll. They just all grew into it. <laughs> right, exactly. They were all before the age of 20, knew what they wanted to do with their lives. Oh, yeah, very true. Yep, determined, determined latest. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think that's the biggest similarity is they all grew into rock and roll, and they all started when they were very young. So yeah. that's pretty cool. I like it. I mean, I'd add to that, um, all three are in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, which was a total oh, yeah. accident. Yes. Didn't realize no, that we all didn't. three of them actually would be. No, we did not do that on accident. <laughs> um, oh, we found... did do that on accident. I said we did not. Yes. <laughs> Whoops. There you we go. did yes, do it, it on totally accident. accident. That was accidental. <laughs> <laughs> um all three of them also were more loved overseas because like sister and tina had a big uk following yeah, like some of their right. their hits were much bigger in the uk and then i'd say joan jett is in that too because her tour of military bases around mm-hmm. the world oh yeah she's um yeah. she's very much loved um you know what i mean overseas so that's Absolutely. interesting yeah that is interesting um, All three of them, massive tour schedules, you know, Mm -hmm. many days on the road, you know, life away from home. Um, I mean, that's true for all musicians. That is a hard life. (laughs) Right. But they all did it. Um, And then the the other one, the last one that I had, which I thought was really interesting, they all had major hits with cover songs. So Sister's first hit was Rock Me, and that was a spiritual cover. And then Joan's I Love Rock and Roll was a cover of the Arrows song. (gasps) And then Tina's Proud Mary is a cover of Creedence Clearwater Revival. Oh, my gosh. It's not their only hits. It's just it's interesting that major hits of theirs were covers. And I'm like, that's cool. (laughs) That's amazing. (laughs) Another coincidence 
but similarity between all the gals is they all ha- were like such and such title of rock and roll, which oh, we did right. not do on purpose. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's right. And we discovered that in the Gals Guide podcast. Yeah, because it was yeah, we did. Yeah. inventor of rock and roll, uh, mm-hmm. you know, godmother of punk or queen of rock and roll. And then, oh, Tina Turner was also queen of rock and roll. Yep, Joan they're, and, they're both and Tina. Yep. Yes. Titles of rock and roll. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Total accident Total on accident. our part. Yep. <laughs> did not plan that. Right. Oh, yeah. Uh, phenomenal. Now, what about differences, though? Dun, 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 dun. What differences were they in these gals? Well, um, one is the music that they all started in. So right. Sister Rosetta Tharp, she started in gospel. Yep. Um, Joan Jett started in punk, I believe. Yep. Yeah. I and- classify it as punk. Oh, yeah. Okay. And then Tina Turner started in, what did she start in? Uh, Rhythm and Blues. Rhythm and Blues. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's almost Motown, but it wasn't in Detroit. So I'd safely say Rhythm and Blues. (laughs) Yeah. I like, I could picture the songs and the visuals, but I was like, I, what do you call that? (laughs) Right. Exactly. It's the catch-all category of Rhythm and Blues. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So they all yep. started differently. Yeah. Um, they all... Before coming to rock. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then they all merged together. That would be a super concert. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my gosh. That would... Sister oh Joan gosh. and Tina on stage. That would be so One cool. One time travel adventure. Yeah. I'd love it. We could I'd have, buy a ticket. I mean, I would, too. I mean, we got two out of three. So two right? out of three is, a, is at least possible. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'd still buy a ticket. I mean, that's cool. Yes. <laughs> I know I kept thinking of differences earlier, and now I'm like, well, that's all I got. You did have um, uh, the instruments versus singing. Oh, yeah. So Joan Jett and Sister both started out with guitars, as opposed to Tina Turner, who just started out as singing. But um, they all eventually sang. But Tina Turner never played guitar, but she eventually brought guitar into her music. Right. Um, Just the way they accomplished things were a little different. Like um, Tina Turner had an actual like ensemble, you know. Right. Right. Yeah. And Joan Jett was. Yeah. And Joan Jett was in a band to start with. And. sister started in her family basically so they all right. kind of started it they they all were like in their own separate kinds of musical groups the whole time right exactly yeah oh that's very true so what about you what other differences do you did you see i saw that they were all uh they were known for different things like if you just pick somebody off the street and said like what do you know about joan jett they would probably say the song I Love Rock and Roll. So they would right. say like a song is what they know Joan Jett from. Mm-hmm. Um, if you ask somebody, what do you know about Tina Turner? They would probably either say her voice or maybe they would say, didn't she have a weird relationship with Ike Turner? Like maybe that would be the yeah, thing. Yeah, no, that's yeah, that's true. Right. 
And then if they knew who Sister Rosetta Tharp was, we mm-hmm. have to jump into this imaginary idea here. Yeah, imaginary <laughs> world here. <laughs> they would probably say her influence on rock and roll or, yeah. you know what I mean, like how she moved rock and roll forward. Right. So they're all known for different things. Right. Um, which I think is phenomenal. Basically, they all added a different component to rock and to music and to women in music, too. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and then all three of them had different religious uh, paths, That's uh, true. but their beliefs really shaped their music. I mean, like Sister, early on, her beliefs and her religion shaped her music. Yeah. But Joan and Tina, their later beliefs and religion really shaped their music. Right. They really um, grew, like Joan and Tina took took a bit to really grow into their beliefs, and, whereas right. Sister was already there, like was exactly. not already, but always there, you know. And I, I think... It takes a lot of courage, you know what I mean? Absolutely, Either way. Yeah. So, you know, sister had that courage from the gate, basically. Right. <laughs> and a lot of us, it takes some time to find it. Right. <laughs> so then then we get our Jones and Tina's and it makes complete sense. That's just oh, what yeah. happens. <laughs> I think Jones um beliefs were basically undefined, I guess, but that she still yeah, had very that's... strong beliefs. Tina's right. was Buddhism. And right. um, sisters was Baptist gospel, so right, they are exactly. all they're all different. But at the same time, you can you can kind of tell that they all, you know, have a moral code, and they I feel like exactly. they would all be really good friends, honestly. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. They all believed in the strength and power of faith and community, you know, exactly. and music yeah. as a as a driving force to you know to bring a community together as well. Absolutely. So it's like, yeah, you have far more in common than you do have different. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And then I would also say my last thing of the differences that I saw is that all three of them changed. Uh, the scope of music, but they changed it in way different ways. Oh, yeah. So, like, yeah. Sister gave us that new powerful feeling that we ended up calling rock and roll by, like, singing her heart out, like, leaving nothing, you know what I mean, behind, right, not holding yeah. anything back in her playing and in her singing. She gave us that. And then Joan showed us that women can rock just as hard as guys can rock when nobody mm-hmm. thought that was possible. Right. And then Tina showed us that women in their 50s can still frickin' rock and oh, change yeah. that game as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yes, they all they all pushed a boundary, brought something new to the table. And it's like, yes, you know, knock that glass ceiling down a little bit more. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. Well, this is the uh, the catch all. The <laughs> did we miss anything <laughs> that we question. forgot to mention, <laughs> or was there something new that we have learned since the episode? Like, like you know, we can't time travel as much as we're trying to. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> did we miss something uh, we learned new uh, since the show aired? Do you have any of those catch alls? I think mine was just the titles. Um, that was basically mine. Gotcha. Oh, oh yeah. Were, Connecting all... the dots on those. Yeah. But I did have two. Yeah. Uh, we we tried to actually get an interview with Joan Jett. Yes, I was going to ask you about that. Because Joan Jett was in my town. I, I was going to ask you about that. 
oh, we were we got close. We got, you know, uh, thank you, but you need to talk to this person. You know what I mean? And oh. then, you know, then talk to that person. Um, so we didn't get the interview, but I, I do want to give a shout out to Rebecca because she did help us a, a ton. Awesome. Yeah. And it's really, really, you know, she was really helpful in trying to get this connection. And you know what? We're not necessarily going to give up because, you know. Yeah. No, that's <laughs> maybe awesome. Maybe another time. No, right, that's awesome exactly. that you got so close. I was just we like. We did. On a, a, on a whim, I was looking at um, Joan's uh, show schedule. And I was like, wait right. a minute. This is Leah's town. Wait a minute. Right. <laughs> there's a chance. You're telling there's me there's a chance. You're telling me there's a chance. <laughs> there's still a chance. Exactly. Yes, it we tried. Sti- and you know what? We're going to keep trying. We're going to keep trying. I mean. I love it. Yeah. The other thing that I learned since the show, which I did not know, uh, was there is a Tina Turner Museum. Oh, my gosh. I know. Exactly. What? So near the town of Nutbush City, which is her birthplace, uh, but it's actually in the city of Brownsville, Tennessee. It's a little bit bigger of a town. Uh, huh. There is a collection of Tina's costumes, records, and photos. And also the museum itself is inside the Blacks only one room schoolhouse <gasps> that Tina attended when she no. was a child. Oh my gosh, right? I need to go. So I need to it go totally sounds like yeah, we need a trip. And you know oh what? Uh, we already know the playlist, right? For the yeah, trip. We do. So I'm oh just saying. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I have yeah. a cousin who lives in Tennessee. Oh, perfect. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is happening. That is super cool. Yes. Oh my gosh, I did not know that. That's so cool. I didn't either. It was one of those that I'm like, I one of us would have totally mentioned that in the show had we had yeah, figured that out. But exactly. Just, yeah, exactly. Discovered later after the show. I love it. That's fantastic. <laughs> Sweet. Well, what overarching lesson did you learn from these gals who rock? What's the, the big takeaway for you? Um, I think the big takeaway is... Um, even if you've discovered your art early on, um, it's still good to grow in it. I think that's my big takeaway. I like that. Yeah. Evolve with it. Yeah. Instead of kind of against it sort yeah, of thing. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And even though it, it might feel like people are pushing you to evolve, maybe that's not a bad thing. Like staying still is okay for a time, but it's also good to keep growing and keep moving and Yeah, just push yourself forward. Right. Yeah, as long as you're moving forward and enjoying what you're doing. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and getting that, getting that connection, right? Getting that feedback, you know, from your audience. Absolutely. Uh, For me, the interesting thing, and I have to tell you a story to explain my overarching lesson, but uh, if, if you would ask just like, you know, a random person on the street to name a scientist... Uh, mm-hmm. You probably get all dudes' names. You might get a Marie Curie in there, though. I mean, it's quite possible you'll get a, you know, a Marie. Um, right. If you ask a series of people to name a painter, you're you're going to get pretty much men, you know. Yeah. Um, yep. If you are asked to name an entrepreneur, you're going to get mostly men. A lot of Bill Gates and a lot of Steve Jobs in there, right? Right. Yep. <laughs> um, but if you ask who is your greatest musician or who do you think is the greatest musician? There is quite a good chance that you're going to hear a female name. 
Yeah. Um, and it might be close to equal, actually, too. It's one of the very few fields that are out there to get men and women mentioned in equal number and in equal standing. And I'm not saying music has reached total equality. <laughs> right. No. Right. But it's a very powerful force and it has that ability to to aid culture and to, you know, to aid gender. And I've learned it's really important because music does get into our very soul. It does make it does. us cry. It does make us happy. It changes our mood. It changes our minds, actually, too. It does, yeah. And it, like we've been saying, it connects us. It's like either the concert halls or the dance club or sharing a playlist. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like with somebody from afar, it connects us. It really does. And so, you know, music is that soundtrack of our lives. And I'm so glad that it's there and that we had so many gals to choose from. Like, oh, that yeah. was a wonderful problem to that have. That was. It was so much fun, actually. <laughs> yep. I love the gals that we picked, but it yeah. was lovely to have the problem. <laughs> exactly. Agreed completely. Exactly. Well, do you have any final thoughts before wrapping up Gals Who Rock? All I've got to say is keep listening to music because absolutely, it's wonderful and keep trying different kinds of music because you never know yes. what you're going to find. It's super, it's super cool. And I would actually add to that too. It's something that my husband and I used to do. If you really like an artist, find out who that artist was inspired by and yeah. then go listen to those artists and then do the same thing for those. Expand the horizons because a lot of times the musical influences, they're getting one thing, like a sound from one person, they're getting a beat from another person, they're getting a feel from another. And expanding that musical reach of the different types of music that are out there and how they inspire you, you'll never be bored a day in your life doing oh, that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That is so true. I love that. Cool. Well, Music Month continues for the rest of July on our Mothership website, galsguide.org. In fact, if you want to subscribe to a new podcast, Phoebe and I were guests on the brand new sister podcast, Gals Guide to the Galaxy. Ha ha Yay! Did you have fun on that one, Phoebe? Oh my gosh, it was so much fun. <laughs> Yay! More of a discussion show, magazine-style show, but tons of fun and different mm -hmm. gals. <laughs> Oh, yeah. It's lovely. Uh, a little bit of what happened. Host Lisa Leo, she bonded with Bonnie over TLC. They mm -hmm. they loved that. They did, yeah. And then Phoebe, I won't call her out, but it's, you know, it's not surprising. She uh, professed her undying admiration for Sister Rosetta Tharp, because that's yep. our job now. <laughs> it, is, it is our job now. It really is. <laughs> exactly. And I don't mind. Uh, <laughs> and I talked about a song that got me through the Iraq War in a wonderful music therapy little bit. So, oh, that was... A, that's a good story oh thank you yeah. well check out if you like that if any of that sounds interesting check out episode one of the gal powered playlist it is available now on all podcatchers and of course it is at galsguide.org so hit that glorious subscribe button new podcasts are very hard to get started it's true it's very true well that wraps it up for us today we are on break next week phoebe is heading off to camp and i've got to get my kids ready for school uh we will be returning with our warm-up stretches and our breathing exercises before taking the field into sports gals for more information about this week's gal or to check out our previous episodes visit galsguide.org to support the show visit the gals guide patreon page 
We love our patrons and offer exclusive perks and behind-the-scenes access for as little as $1 a month. Thank you so much for subscribing to Your Gal Friday.